Last time on Lawful Stupid. All right, guys, you're at the menagerie. You make your way to the circus. Excuse me, sir. Ah, uh, yes, what can I do you for? I notice these animals are particularly happy for animals who are in cages. Hi. I was wondering if I might spend some time helping you with him. Sure, if you're offering free labor. What is your name? Erwin. Now, it's um, good to see you again. Ah, you as well, Tinker. What would it take to usual facility. Is there enough space that I could maybe come here and work every now and then? I'll tell you what. I've got a boy that comes helps me around the shop. If you teach him what you know craft, we can call that even. I've got a bird, a whole bird on my arm. Finnegan, I got you this. A peregrine falcon. What should I name it? I've always been rather fond of the name La. Where are we headed to, Captain? Ah, uh, nowhere. Not for three days at least. What is in three days? That's when our cost will be reborn. So we'll take it over to bird time? Yes, bird time. All right, guys. You have awoken on a beautiful brand new day on the menagerie. It is the long-awaited day in which uh, you guys have some business to settle with the proprietor, specifically Delmore. I think you want to make sure he didn't eat the phoenix's heart and um, make it into a Harry Potter one, I think is how those work. Yeah, I'm, that's exactly my plan. I'm glad you uh, spelled that out for everybody. Considering the phoenix is in a sphere right now, I think it's going to be hard to get a hold of his heart. More like an omelet situation, I think. Yeah, ah. well, either way, Delmore's concerned. So I, I would like to uh, head that direction and lead team if they're interested in going. Sure. I am in just One more time. I am interested. Okay. <laughs> and very drunk. <laughs> okay. Finnegan Start fresh this morning. <laughs> Finnegan has gotten into the rum. Um, okay, so you guys make your way uh, to where you know the writer uh, makes his, his business, his office. You've been there before. It is easy enough to do. So we get in there pretty... Um, without a lot of interference, I assume, right? So... Yeah, you're kind of like on the list. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. Is he in the office with uh, yeah, you, Matilda? You, not Matilda. Uh, Matilda, Bombay, yes. What's her name? Vidaya. Nevaeh. Vidaya. is her name. Oh, Vidaya with a V. Ten episodes. Uh, I keep wanting to call her Nevaeh. I want to call her Vidaya. Anyways. Um, you, you got one of them fancy <laughs> things in your toilet? Well, you mean Badea? <laughs> Badea. Uh, Badea. Um, so there are, I assume they're both in this office? Yeah, well, Badea you don't see, but you do see the proprietor uh, sitting at his desk. Um, and he's he's got a large, uh, just kind of sprawling pile of, uh, of different um, parchment. And he's just furiously writing with, the, with a quill and ink. Uh, sure, I enter said office with like a knock and roll, you know what I mean? Where you like knock on the door and just roll on in. And, sure. And, uh, uh, proprietor. Ha! Delmore, what can I do for you? Uh, well, you said I could, uh, check in on everything after you were done, um, whatever you were doing with the Phoenix's power. Oh, yes, it was exceedingly successful. How you feel? How how are you? How are you feeling? I, I mean, gr- great, but I also didn't ingest like a phoenix. Enough worth vitamin it. C, you'll get you'll get scurvy. Oh, plenty of oranges. Um, but I didn't ingest a bunch of 
Phoenix mojo, so I just... You good? I, I didn't either. Oh. What'd you do with all the energy? Uh, well... Can you keep a secret? Absolutely. No. Are well, we all standing in this room as he whispers yeah, this? <laughs> can you keep a secret? Yes. <laughs> so can I. Oh, fuck you. Clever. Okay. That is an honest man. Uh, well, no. Anyways. Uh, is Artop uh, available to, like, talk with? Oh, yeah, you'd find him down below. He's, he's in the menagerie. Well, the menagerie proper. Does a little, like, mental math on that. Um, okay, uh, can I just go down there, or do I need a badge? Oh, uh, yeah, it's, no, <laughs> no, it's open, open for viewing. Oh, excellent. Um, all right, great. Uh, I assume it's within visual... I can see the direction I need to go. Yeah, yeah. You, so you have spent some time in the menagerie. You'll be able to find it's. It's basically um, outside of this large tent where where you'd been before. And I know Finnegan has spent time there. It's basically where they keep. It's the essentially animals. the zoo. Yeah, it's the zoo. It's 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 okay. a menagerie within a menagerie. Um, uh, he he goes. Oh, um, he did want me to give you something, and he kind of pats down. Uh, yeah, here we are, and he pulls out um, what is on a golden chain, a small golden feather. Seems like an amulet of some type. Oh. Um, excellent. Uh, thank you. And I, um... Oh, don't thank me. Gingerly take it from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, for brevity's sake, I, I do want to make note that uh, Delmore would go and personally thank um, Artoth for that, but I don't know that we need to yeah, you can, I mean, like I said, he's in the menagerie. You can pop down and see him. We can just doodle-a-doo to there if you'd like. Well, I was, I don't even know if we need to necessarily cover it. I'm just saying, I want to make note that I did. Well, so it, it's, it is worth noting that when you go to speak to Artoth, um, he does not respond to you. Okay. Cool. What does he look like? He looks like a, like a, like a small, um, chick. And just golden resplendent feathers that kind of um, radiate energy out from his core that kind of makes this this golden streaming effect. Oh my god, is he fluffy? He he is he's a little fluffy. He's fluffy! <laughs> he's a little fluffy. He's a little fluffy. You cannot eat him. I didn't say I was gonna eat him. He's got this large habitat that um, you guys kinda I think would not want to stay in for very long because of your recent experiences. Um, oh yeah, it's, it's just cooking. Yeah, it's okay. it's like it's 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 uh, it's an open area. It's not like a closed furnace or anything, but there are hot coals strewn about, and it's it's very warm. And it looks like he's got a lot. It, he, it, a happy environment for Artoth for sure. Not like a cramped cage or anything like that. Okay, I feel good about it. Owen takes good care of the animals here. Uh, yeah, I'd say. Better than I was expecting. Me too. I wonder what draws the line between animals and things that get to walk around freely. Delmore <laughs> takes a nice long look at Oslo. Um, <laughs> good point. <laughs> Might want to pull that hood up. 
The answer is pants. Uh, <laughs> answer. Arthas. <laughs> Arthas is wearing a pair of tiny phoenix pants. He'd be the khakis. Tiny phoenix pants. I need to make a shopping trip. <laughs> I need art. Where can I find the phoenix tailor? Pants. Can I get denim for this phoenix, please? <laughs> it's. It's Phoenix blue jeans. Everybody's favorite Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're skinny jeans. He's going oh, through he's, a useful he's a, phase. A cool, ah. he's a cool Phoenix. Got some skinny jeans. There's little I write, legs. I write flames, not tragedies. Look at oh me. Oh my god! Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm a Phoenix at the disco. Anyways, oh, they're Jinkos. Yeah, no, Remember those? The giant pockets with flames on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and they, oh my god! Like a fucking dragon down the gigantic pocket. <laughs> yes. yes. It's like, how many how many chains can I fix to my wallet? Anyway, so <laughs> you travel uh, from the menagerie. I, I assume back to your ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and when you get there, you are greeted by your your, your crew, which is present, um, and uh, you're approached by Barnabas, actually. Hello. Uh, oh, hey, Barney. I really prefer Barnabas. Um, I just, like, I, I noticed... I don't really know if we... Do we do we have a bearing, Captain? Do we know where we're going next? Uh... Last we talked, we were going to Tangia. But if you have other ideas, we're always open to suggestions. Well, that's kind of where I was thinking. Um, I noticed you guys don't um, take well to the Alliance. <laughs> uh-huh. Not at all. What do you guys know about Rombius? It's a six-sided thing. You have to match the colors up. It's a Rubik's cube. Nope, different thing. <laughs> have I? Has it? Have any of us heard that word before? I don't know. If you're proficient in history checks, you could certainly make it. Oh well, let me just. I actually don't fucking know what I'm. I, I should have a character sheet up. We just haven't rolled in so long. Don't don't worry. I've got your character sheet up. I also oh, didn't have mine pulled up. <laughs> Um, 15 plus 3 for sure. Okay. I'm sure I'm proficient in it. You are no. proficient. There you go. What was that name? Rombius? Rombius. Oh, yeah, it's a math joke. <sighs> Motherfucker, it is. Oh, God. Yeah. Rhombus. Yes, I wasn't the last one to get it. <laughs> that's the new That's the new challenge. I think about challenge. math if I don't have to. I don't want to. Why is it? I don't, I'm bad at math too, but this is just geometry. If Devin gets a joke before you, you're doomed. You die. Well, Devin gets a math joke before <laughs> you. You've got problems. Okay, cool. I'm glad you guys have had me on this podcast. Uh, that was fun. Uh. Rip. Yeah, so what do I know about Rombius? Uh, what you know about Rombius is that it stands... You don't know a lot about it, but you do know that it is the only um, semblance of an oppo- a, a true opposition to the Alliance. They're the, the last... Uh, free state, the bastion of uh, individuality that exists in this world. Um, it basically a fortress. Um, and you know that because they're limited resources, they don't often take on new members, um, but they are often taking the fight to where folks live and doing what they can to support those who would uh, stand against the Alliance. Would I know a faction name? 
what do you what do you mean? So like typically like the rebellion or men at all. They 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 are a they are a free state. They are a, a sovereign nation of Rhombius. Sovereignty, got it. So Rhombus is the uh, faction name, essentially. That's the Rhombus. faction name. Um, but yeah, I'm with that. All right, cool. I just didn't know if there was more my character knew about that. That's cool. they call they call themselves the Dastard Dicks. Oh my god, I was about no, to write that down. They don't. Oh. They don't do that. I'm very glad I did not. Let me erase that. Call they call themselves um, the Baldies. So uh, jumping back in, I say um, the Fighting Mongies. I know that uh, there's somewhat of a rebellion to the alliance. Yeah, that's that's a napped way to put it. They um, and they also enjoy freedom. I think those are the same thing, personally. Sure, yeah. What do you know about them, Barnabas? Um. Not exceedingly more uh, than that, but I know a fella I used to I used to sail with. He um, he's in one of their officers, and I could I could take you to him. If that's the kind of thing that you were interested in. He's you said Rombia was the place you were looking to go. He's actually that's where he does his work. So, do you need our help with something, Barnabas? No, not. A, I just. It's important that you know we have a destination. You know we. Uh, we can't just say. Yes, but this is. This is oddly specific. Yeah, but I it's just, specific to a lot of the things that we like to do. What do you hate about the alliance? Yes. What. What, what do you stand with the alliance? I'll be honest. Um, be honest. I. Kind of sort of used to work for him a little bit. Um, when I was a young man, before any of your time, it was a different sea where we were all on a little bit of a longer leash. So I sailed as a uh, as a privateer. And, you know, I never swore any formal allegiance, but they're the ones who paid me. And then when eventually things changed, uh, I made my way to the menagerie and I've been sailing since. Mm. Who is this yeah. friend of yours? Uh, I used to um, I used to sail with him. You would you would know him as the uh, well, if you knew him, you would know him as the Ram of Bastia. Uh, can I roll a history check? Yes, absolutely. Or can I learn, like, roll to know more? Yeah, uh, please. 22. Can I also do that, even if I'm not proficient? Uh, if you're proficient in history, you can roll it. 22. With the 22, um, you know that this was a famed famed sailor. Um, there was the Bloody Baron who ran a ship and with him was the Ram of Bastia and together they were kind of this 
terror on the sea. Um, they didn't kill indiscriminately. They weren't pirates, but they were effectively sea mercenaries. If someone paid them to take the fight to you, you didn't survive. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I heard of him. Interesting. Did you know him? Did you sail with him in the Baron? Well, I sailed with him. Hmm. But not the dastardly duo themselves, huh? Interesting. Uh, I would very much like to meet him. Um, I've heard plenty about him. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I could make an introduction. I, I don't know if that's the course you really want to take, if you really want to take the fight to the Alliance, but if you're looking to help some folks that have been oppressed, I'm sure he could. I mean, he could push in the right direction, much like a cannon. Even if we don't want to take a fight to him. I look around for <laughs> Tap. He, he, he is polishing one of the cannons. Good. Uh, vigorous. <laughs> big thumbs up. He's, 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 hold, he's holding it right at his hip. Uh, anyway, anyways, um, uh, even if we don't want to take the fight to them, this sounds like a good contact to have. A powerful. We could find work um, on our, our side of the fence, essentially. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you even said that you were thinking about heading there anyway, so while in Tangier, I mean, I guess I could make an introduction. Let's do it. I, it's I, good to have work. Yes. Stay busy. Oh. Easy enough. Um, does anyone mm-hmm. have any business they need to attend to before we... I mean, I know we just had a whole shopping spree, but <laughs> last-minute things before we set sail? Negative, Captain. No, have we restocked rations, fresh water? Everything? It's been three days. I assume we've done that. Quartermaster? It is awful. It is what we pay our crew for. Well, it's patently your job, actually, as the quartermaster. Uh, yeah. It is called delegation. I do not do the work myself. I ensure that our crew does it. Very well. How does that so, work out for the, the actual story? I need I need to know that answer, Shane. <laughs> What's that? So that the crew, like, yeah, and the quartermaster should be like, hey, we have these items or we don't have these items. The crew could go get them. How does that actually play out with what you think our crew is doing. Wouldn't you just purchase them and then the merchant could load them on the ship, essentially, for all intents and purposes? By all means, you could come to Hap and go like, hey, this is a list of shit we need. Go get it. Here's the money. And he would go get it. Like, is that what you're asking me? Oh, yeah. I did that last session. Cool, 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 cool. Just let me know what you're withdrawing from the Bank of Oslo. The the big thing, I just just want to make sure you guys are keeping track financially. Mm Mm-hmm. Like we, like we talked about what, what the cost would be for supplies. I've got costs for food and current crew and stuff like that. I just need to know, like, what the total cost would be. How long does it, uh, 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 Shane, how long does it take to get to where we're going on average? Uh, it, it could, it, between a month and a half to two months. So, knowing knowing that we're going to go we couldn't we spend a few hours confirming 
that we have two months worth of supplies, which is a metric shit ton of fucking money. It's 160 gold, I think. Um, um, I have that written down somewhere. We did a whole thing on calculations, and I don't know where it is. Um, 80 gold per month. We did do the math. It's 80 gold per month to run the ship. That's not including. Time. That's not um, including crew. Um, yeah, crew is twenty six yeah. gold a month. Yeah, so a hundred and six. Let me let me let me get the exact number for you. Hold on a second. Shane pulls up this giant spreadsheet. It's got like seven. I really tabs. do have like yes. He's like, uh, all right, they got twelve oranges. So let's take two coffee. <laughs> so Perry, Delmore, yeah. Finnegan, Oslo, Hap, Tap, Barney, and Rail. Okay. It is 96 gold for food alone for two months at, at a at a level of quality food that will not cause your morale score to decrease. Yeah, got it. Nor increase. So you guys are all set to go? Yep. Uh, quick admin note. Um, Delmore would go say bye at, to uh, um, Smith and uh, Nail. Got it. And just let him know he's going on a trip. Sure. Um, uh, Finnegan would ask, have asked for some tips on how to um, train a bird for one run on the trip. From who? From Erwin. Okay. Um, yeah. That's fair. I, I, he, he gives you kind of, uh, all right, well, the first thing you need to really realize is you got to give him lots of food. And he's going to like liver. He's going to like all the parts of the animal you don't want to eat. He's going to love that. So go ahead, get you lots of that. And anytime he does something you like, you give him a little nibble. Perfect. Thank you very much. Oh, you're, you're quite welcome. I'll see you when you get back. Yeah, so we, we get the ship ready. Bank of Oslo has been updated. Uh, the Bank, the of, Bank Oslo. of Oslo. <laughs> Excellent. And then the captain says, Set sails forward. You said sail. You've got some time. Um, what are you doing? I will say specifically. Uh, yeah. So for Delmore, super easy. Uh, two things. One, consistently working on Ryder, getting, sure. and we're seeing more and more of him begin to form. Um, now he keeps him in pieces still because that's just easier to manage. But yeah. he has more of him ready to go. Uh, and last time we set sail on our inaugural uh, maiden voyage there we go maiden is the, the what I was looking for for sea terms I tried to learn from Barney boy yeah how to use watership vehicles I would like to spend that time with him uh, provided he's willing um, to try that again. oh he's certainly willing um, make a straight intelligence check Ooh, better this time around. 20 modded. Yeah, by the time that you arrive, you'll be proficient in water vehicles. You were kind of trained, taken under the wing of Barnabas, who really, um, with this time, is breaking it down for you how kind of the larger mechanics of the ship works. And I I think that you uh, were able to get it pretty quickly and are showing some proficiency. Quite literally. Uh, Finnegan, what are, what are you mostly doing? One thing to know is that 
Some of you have specific actions you can take for your roles. Um, yes, knowing the roles. But I, here's what I want to do. Two part. First part is I want to be practicing at some point, like the extending of claws and the, you know, all the things that I've have done accidentally in battle. I want to be focusing more on how did that happen? And, and I'm kind of making that happen. I think, I don't know. You tell me depending on how I guess are, I roll. Are you like doing that on your own? How are you doing? Yes. That? That's, some, that's my own time. Like in my own room, just like, you know, focusing on the claws or, or the teeth or um, the gills that I had before. Like that was super weird. And, Trying uh, to make those on uh, at will happen. What I what I will say is you you you're working on this and you're trying to just make it happen. So when you're trying to make your claws grow, you're like clenching your hand and you're trying to muscle it, and you're having limited success. And then you remember back to what happened during your tournament and how you felt and what it was like to become a beast and when you think about that and you try to you know using your your intuition and your your connection with nature and the way that you've studied and watched and loved these animals it starts to click and as you embody these different the spirits of these different animals you're able to take on physical characteristics of them perfect uh, the next thing I want to do is work with with Lark. Just have him do do small things of training, just to go from one end of the boat, pick up, you know, whether it be like a, a tiny rat or something off off the decks, awesome. and bring it back to me. Yeah. <laughs> or so, drop it. So, sometimes dropping it up to the up to the. Uh, <laughs> nest. So they're they're all individual actions, is what I will say. So you can so think of it like teaching an animal a trick. So if you'd like to teach him fetch, for example, that's something you can try to do. I think we'll just start with fetch. Okay. You try to teach him fetch. Make an animal handling check. Uh, 19 plus 5 is 24. You are successful. It is, does not take you long at all to kind of go through and using these those tips that you got. You're oh, you're getting it. You're, you're feeding him, you know, bits of food. Um, and 100% Lark is has, has learned fetch. Sweet. Very cool. <laughs> well, anytime that bird is out on the deck, Oslo's like up in the crow's nest watching it. For lack of a better term, like a hawk. Bow trained. Either bow or a rock or something. And she's just like, yeah. like if she had fur, it would be like Hack was on edge, just like the whole time. Yeah does not like she's just Lark. she's waiting for it to come at her so she can fight it she's just waiting uh Any, anything else that you're doing when the bird's not around i've spread dissent among my crew uh besides that um i think she's actually being a little more social than she was the first time around uh probably following perry around <laughs> okay perry's very excited to teach some boat terms to people <laughs> Specifically, Oslo. This is the tough row, and that's the Spe- main Specifically, stick. me. Oslo doesn't try to and learn. That's the tough row. Oslo just kind of like, she like, like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. 
And when you tack to the wind in a smaller one-man vessel, you have to duck for the boom, because otherwise it'll just whack you right in the noggin, and that's not good for anyone. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got carried away. No, 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 no. keep it's going. the one thing I know. Keep going. Oh, well... There's the yardarm, which is what you climb up quite frequently, and, and then says more boat words than I, real life human, right? No. You say, you say, and let me roll for it here. 47 boat words. Oh my god. 47 boat, I might be able to, nope. Nope. Not 47 boat 47 boat words. words. You, you have 47 ship speaks. It turns into the um, pokey rap of boat words. <laughs> Uh, yard arm sails tacking. Uh, anything else you'd like to do, Oslo? It's your time. Mm. That's all that comes to mind. Okay. Uh, let's go with Peregrine. So, either Barnabas has become more awkward since saving my life, or I have just become more aware of the fact that he's avoiding me. I'm not sure. But he and I haven't talked a whole lot before, and the only way I know how to approach social situations is to offer to spar with him. I imagine our time is fairly limited, because probably either he or I is helping sail the boat at any given time, but I'd like to find him at some point when neither of us are doing anything and offer to spar with him. If he has a sword, we can do that, otherwise we can just fisticuffs. (laughs) If he's willing. Interesting. Um, Okay. Uh... He, hmm, uh, I'm trying to think on a, on a ship. I guess the best I could do is hand you a mop. We have those on ships. And he says, um, we don't have any training weapons around, so this will have to be your, your blade there. Oh, I'm going to take it, have to... Spin it around, spin it over my head, spin it behind my back. The balance is a little bit off, but I think I can manage. Um, and we don't really have anything that's going to work for me either. Um, I'm fine with my hands. Oh, well, in that case, I'm not going to... He, he, can't, he gives you, like, the, the nod. Like... You're needed. All, all right. <laughs> Square up, my dude. He lifts his shoulders and his arms and he bends his elbows at a 90 degree angle and he becomes very square shaped. In the most, in the most threatening and dominant square position. Up, it's like a T pose on steroids. He drops into a, a uh, a, a low combat stance with, with both of his hands uh, held flat and uh, waits. Okay, I'm gonna swing for his left, like, side of his leg. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, what, what, what stats do I use for mop? Uh, you're going to add your strength modifier because you are not proficient in improvised weapons. Okay, that's only 12. He he leaps over uh, your your kind of um, low sweep at his leg, 
He just kind of very easily leaps up and uh, swings at you for a 17. Uh, that'll hit. So he comes up and just like lightning fast brings just the, the, the flat edge of his hand up and just taps you on the shoulder. Like, no, no, he's not, there's no damage roll. He just makes contact and kind of backs away. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm going to swing again, but fake and try to just hit the mop underneath his jaw. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, rolling attack. Uh, 20 non-natural. Yeah, that hits. Um, so you're, you're able to, to kind of do the feint and then bring the, uh, the broom up with both hands, the mop, uh, up with both hands and you, you catch him under the chin, um, Roll a d6. Oh, okay. I'm not trying to hurt him, but I'm also not finishing yeah, with mob. That's five points of damage. <laughs> yeah, no, you 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 clock him a, a fairly solid blow under the chin, and um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I think as you do, um, his hand kind of shoots out the the tip of his hand uh, to your to your gut with a uh, an 18 to hit. That hits. Um, and, and once once again, you feel this very definite contact, but no, no damage. Huh. He, he kind of cracks his chin. <laughs> that was a goon. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to actually hurt you. No, it's it's my fault. I didn't expect you to um, fight. Well, not dirty. Didn't fight dirty. I just uh, you, you're a very you're a very straightforward person. I didn't expect to thing. Oh. Um, I don't actually get told that often. Could you tell me about your time with the Alliance? And Like I said, I, I wasn't with the Alliance. I was a privateer. A privateer. My ship, my boat. a pirate who's afraid to break rules. That's what a privateer is. I know. I have nothing against pirates. Everybody's got to make a living, but I draw the line of making my living by depriving another man of his. Hmm. That's very honorable of you. And your time sailing with this person we're going to meet, whose name escapes me. I, I call him Ramel. Ramel. What was that like? I was young. It was, um... Bloody. There were skies of fire and open seas. There was a... There was an openness to the sapphire sea that you don't really find it. Do you think you could find it again? Uh, not, not in these waters. Shame. No. I'm old now. I don't. Um, I don't need wild adventure. Steady work. Honest pay. 
Well, I find that the openness of the sea has a lot to do with which bow is carving through it. That's a fair point. This seems to be a fine one. Bad worse. Well, are you ready for another go, old timer? <laughs> he kind of laughs. Mm. <laughs> I deserve that. Uh, 26. Y- yep. <laughs> uh, he doesn't roll any damage. He just <laughs> kind of laughs and then uh, kind of just very quickly taps you on the side of the head. Okay. That's it. We- and you guys go into a, a, a sparring session. Yes. Um, you guys notice uh, some general things. Life on the ship has greatly improved with the addition of young Hap. Um, food is just absolutely excellent. Um, considering considering kind of the very standard uh, ingredients you've provided them with, um, you guys, you know, not that you guys did anything wrong. You guys just didn't splurge on that uh, particular element of, of ship life, but he's still turning these meager ingredients into wonderful meals that like, (laughs) <laughs> Make you feel good, just you know, uh, on the ship in general. And I think as time passes, you guys just get to know each other better. I think there's like a like a sense of camaraderie forming, and it, as you guys get step out, not just with amongst yourselves, but with the crew as well. Um, you know, people sharing stories from their past. You know, uh, Tap is always losing his temper and you know Barnabas is kind of chiding like the the ship mom and uh even a rail occasionally uh cracking a joke or two or at least showing a smile um which happens he's been drinking a lot lately which is interesting um but it's 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 easy going it is a it is a, a a bit of a pleasure cruise along this trip as you guys are are journeying towards tangia um fair weather blue skies and you see some ships along the way um mostly merchants moving out of what you can presume towards tangia and these these center islands um but but nothing that that notes any sort of concern, nothing that you know uh, strikes any sort of threat to you. It is a rather enjoyable journey. Excellent. It's like a Jimmy <laughs> Buffett song, except with swords. It's like it's and gold coins. You guys are basically wasting away in Margarita. <sighs> Looking for that lost shaker of salt. <laughs> um. And and with before I, I move ahead, is there anything else anybody needs to tackle in our in our downtime? Now would be the time. It's t- it's two months. I don't want to deprive you of like time. Yeah. Um. Has what I'm has the necklace stopped with rail? Uh. Yes. Okay. Ever since your conversation, that has more or less gone away. Okay. Sometimes you still think you feel it, but. Mm. It could just be your imagination. Oh. I don't have the ability to like create things on this ship because I don't have like tool like the, the necessary facilities, correct? Like what? Um, like if I were to start I like if I were to start working on an item, 
I don't really have, like, I don't think I have the necessarily, like, necessary, I certainly don't have a forge, um, but I don't know how much I could start working on creating an item on the boat. I, I honestly think you're going to be pretty limited. Um, I don't really know. That's what I thought. The artist for like, I don't know if you've got like magic where you can like make that happen. Um, I don't think I've got like a, a portable forge or anything yeah, like I that. Yeah, I didn't know if like, like, like lay on forge. I didn't know. <laughs> Though I want it so oh bad now. Um, uh, I, I don't, I, I'm not super intimate with the, with the artificer. Fuck um, forge. Fuck yeah, forge. I, just, I mean, you know, um, not a big deal. Okay. Uh, one thing that I will know, just because you guys, you would have the time to address this. Uh, you do still have that necklace that you got um, with the golden feather. Yeah. So I want to like use that, but I don't like have any facilities to. I guess let me uh, in- identify it. Yeah, that's perfect. You have the identify spell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Please do that. Yeah, I, w- I do. Like, I could... It's two months. We Let's assume I prepare it one day and use it. Yeah. Because I have access to it. Okay, can you even ritual cast that, I think? Uh, yeah. Um, I have ritual casting. Yes, and it's definitely ritual a ritual casting. spell. So, yeah, you wouldn't even have to yeah. prepare it. Um, yeah. So, I, you, you you sit down and, and with... Uh, well, I won't take your flavor from you. However, you identify... Yeah, uh, I mean, for him, identifying, uh, he's got two primary methods to doing it. If he's in battle armor, he can use his helmet. Um, but if he's not, he just very much has, um, like, this this piece on, like, the lower part. Kind of where uh, fucking Spider-Man has his web shooters. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, this crystal that kind of glows and just sprays over the item and reveals, like... The magical auras to anybody who's like looking in the area but they wouldn't necessarily know what they're looking for but he does so like yeah that's how that works yeah so you, you take the time to uh, identify this item and it is magical in nature um and it is the uh phoenix favor mm-hmm. and what this will do is anyone who is attuned to this necklace who would otherwise die like not reduce the zero hit points, die whilst wearing it will be immediately resurrected with zero hit points. That's the same condition. It it is a limit it is a one time use before all of its magical properties will be removed for good. It is it is a one time get out of death free. But you have to be wearing it and you have to be attuned. You can't do it on the fly. Okay. Uh that being said. Um, that uh, cool. I I revise my statement, Shane. I want to do something with my okay. own time. I am um, ready. Uh, so uh, for me specifically, uh, dusk. At, at one of the days that we're sailing, dusk. Um, I track down uh, Perry, like on above board, like like um, sorry, on the on top of, of the deck, on the deck of the ship. Yeah, and so. Um, I just approach her and one of the many times I assume was she's just looking over the edge of the water. Um, <laughs> staring pensively. <laughs> yeah, yeah, based staring. on the art I have seen. When, when shall <laughs> my husband return? When shall my husband yeah. return? When shall my... So, um, yeah, I, or whatever. Uh, she's on the deck and I approach her and um, 
and say, uh, uh, Harry. Dumbo. Um, we, um, I'm not sure we got off on the best initial foot. Um, maybe it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. Fair. I don't believe in gods. I don't see their purpose. I, I really think they're just magical people that have gotten strong through some type of spell or mass ritual. And I say all that to say, it, if you do, I totally get it. Um, also, I, I just think you're important to our group. Um, more important than me. And I don't think we would have survived um, that event without you. Um, so I had a conversation with Autop. He gave me something, but I think you should have it. And I like pull out the the necklace and the feather and hand it to her. I look at it and one hand kind of goes up to the necklace I'm already wearing. Oh, um, what is this? Um, so phoenixes are about rebirth, and I asked Artoth, um, when we were, were taking him back, if I could have a token of his power. And I had intended to create another invention, create another magical item like I um, have often done. Um, but he gave me a, a different type of gift, and it's a necklace that if you wear it, and you kind of bond with it, um, it will bring you back from death. Um, it, it's not a god by any means, or, or a, you don't have to change your faith, but um, it will keep you alive, or it will make sure you don't stay dead. This... you can't give me this. It was a gift to you. A couple... no, yeah, fair, but it's my job um, to make sure we are strong as a team, and... Uh, I I don't think it's wise for me to have it. Several reasons. One, I don't really plan on being up front. That's Ryder's position once I'm done building him. Mm-hmm. And you, you very much plan to be in people's faces. And you can heal. And you have healed us. And I, I really just think... Also, you've almost died. So let's be honest. Once, or twice, or thrice. Yeah, yeah. So I just don't want you to die, and I thought this would help with that. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I, I, not the best at words. I don't know what else to say. Um, I too would rather avoid dying now. So. And he, like, uh, breaks the, like, rather serious moment and just kind of good to see we're on the same page then. <laughs> yes, sir, Captain. Uh, I, I've, I've made a note here that says, um, Perry, in the most Perry of fashions, falls into water wearing heavy armor, drowns, 
dies and is resurrected just long enough to drown and die. <laughs> to, to drown again. <laughs> I was thinking like yeah. there's a caveat. It, yeah. It's a phoenix feather. It doesn't work underwater. And I was like, mm. it turns you into a phoenix. Yeah, no fire. That's where that's, I intend yeah, on dying. <laughs> that's that's where I will. That is the the sea hill I will see die on. Uh, no, cool, awesome. That was that was lovely. Um, so, so you have the Phoenix favor. Uh, I will uh, ensure that you get that in D and D Beyond. Is that, is um, that like a like a? Can I only have one necklace on my necklace slot character? You, you, it, you, you could very no. It's not like okay. Build, but you could absolutely like wrap it around your wrist. It could be like a bracelet. Yeah, it, yeah. It could be like beads or whatever. It doesn't have to be a necklace. It just happens to be a chain, right? Yeah. Just a, it's just a golden feather on a golden chain. I'm gonna make you it. could you could attach it to your wallet <laughs> for your jean codes. Full circle. It's definitely it's definitely an anklet. Yeah. So that I don't lose it's it. An it doesn't get. Hey, now we both have anklets. Hey. Now everyone in the crew has an anklet well, that matters. Well, isn't um, yours like a shackle that you've gnawed off? What? No, mine is a gift from Barry. That's a dragon tooth. Yeah. That's right. Square up. Uh, square up. <laughs> My dude. Uh, <laughs> so you guys are sailing. Sailing. Sailing away. away. Sailing. Sailing. It's been zero days since we have sung on this podcast. Setting up in course. Uh, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eventually, obviously, uh, it's 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 got to be Oslo that spots it first. Uh Land. Land! And <laughs> more land that you're probably, any of you are used to seeing if you haven't spent time on the big three islands. Uh, Tangia is huge. You can only see like a very small fraction of it um, from where you are, but you guys are, are, are approaching. Um, and then again, I think you notice, well, I guess everybody notices, but it means something special to you as you look at this beautiful landscape in this heavily forested area that is Tangia. And you note that these trees, this forest, this massive forest, well, they're the trees from your home. They're the arcane trees. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Oh, oh, oh. Ah. Hey, the end, and listen to the whole episode because there's credits after credits. Hey, you guys, you guys want to hang out on the next episode because I'm definitely going to be tasting the sap in those trees. Whoa. <laughs> that's with the mad. Gross. Oh, I'll keep it It's just, it's just maples. Just it's Canadian. Arcane trees confirmed to be maples. Yes. Well. Well, to be to be fair, I'm pretty sure in Shane's world, and correct me if I'm wrong, Shane, that warm ginger ale is made. Maple syrup is primarily used. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even mad. Like, what I love is Dwayne's world is also fits for Shane's world. Shane's world, Shane's world, Oh yeah, excellent. Wow, well, that was fun. Hmm. That was a, a good time. <laughs> good times had by all. Especially Dwayne, who's currently spitting out whatever drink he had. I'm not yeah, sure. I think we always quote him. Incredible. Oh. I, think, I think you guys have stuff to say. I used my agency to make ginger ale out of maple syrup. I feel real good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so hey, if you want to support the 
there's so many good ways to do it, but let me tell you uh, about a way I want to talk about, which is merch store. We have one. It's real good. Go to store.lawfulstupid.org. You can get shirts. You can get posters. You can get a, a smattering of items to rep uh, Lawful Stupid. And the, the shirts are great. I love them very, very, very much. I'm wearing one now, actually. Had to look down to double check. <laughs> um, super good. We also have other ways to support our show. If you go to lawfulstupid.org and go to our website, you can go get Found Familiar, which is this delicious coffee. I am dying over um, the freak one that's got extra coffee. I can't think of the name in it, or extra caffeine in it. Um, super, super good. And then, of course, Critical Dice. I'm not going to bore you with all the details, 100% in the show notes and, and on our website, but that's the best way to support us. That keeps us from having to pay out of our own dollars to run the show, pay for hosting, if we need to upgrade equipment in like, way, shape, or form. That happens without us paying our real dollars. Keeps My the children don't go starving. <laughs> Think of the children, everyone. Think of the children. Think of the children. Think of my children. <laughs> Specifically. Specifically, Dwayne's children. Mm-hmm. I often think of Dwayne's children. Okay, well, right. mm-hmm. moving on. Speaking of children, uh, this episode <laughs> this go. episode is brought to you by for our uh, our humanity rule uh, of the episode. I'm going to call it the episode this time. It's from the Dave Thomas Foundation, and what they do is basically help kids who are in the foster system to get planted with a family who can take care for them in the meantime so they don't have to stay in a depressing building, which I'm assuming most are depressing, not great places to be. So it's good for those kids to have some some family until they get to a place where they can be settled. And so I'm going to roll that now. And the roll of humanity is a 10 that we'll be adding to the Dave Thomas Foundation. Thirdly. Star, I have a joke for you specifically. Oh boy, here we go. Because it caters to your interests. Oh, does it? It does, vaguely. Okay. Um, why, why did the southern magic users have to call a rogue to get into their home? Oh god. Oh no. I don't know. Shoo, because they were locked out! Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> uh, that was, That's the best joke of that. Was actually really, I wasn't expecting that one. And I, I bring that up only because we all are very powerful warlocks thanks to the generosity of our patrons, uh, which for the low, low price of one dollar, one doll hair, one American doll hair, or not American, um, a month you could uh, become one and grant us immeasurable warlock powers. Uh, that also gets you access to exclusive bonus content, um, at different tiers, different things show up, uh, being able to play a one-shot with all of us, and that is a, a treasure worth having. And uh, getting uh, magical items on the show, being able to grant advantage or disadvantage, if you're mean, uh, things like that. It's also just a super great... Huh? If you're a hero. You say that every single time, and I just, you know, I feel... I I was thinking about this today because I'm very, like, in real time, I'm about to open that up to people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've I've decided that you can either grant, because there's a... We've got to decide how we're going to say it. You can either grant inspiration... Or desperate. Ooh. Oh god! <laughs> so we we would just get the points to like tuck away for time later. Yeah, you squirrel them away for when you need them. Yeah. I love or it. Or you waste them all on some stupid like idiot. I got a history check. Oh, because you really want us to do Spob and the Goblin. The <laughs> sexy Goblin. I really just want to um, use it as money to pay our crew. Yeah, 
that'd be good too. But anyway, yeah, become a patron if it is within your your means and your heart. And if you want to hang out with us a little bit more, uh, actually, at the time that we're recording this, it is still very starkly Halloween, and I'm very much a holidays in art order. But by the time this comes out, it is likely going to be closer to that wonderful time of the year, Findlemas. And if you come and join our Discord, you might still have a chance to hop in on that secret Findle, where we do a secret Santa? But who is Santa? We're all, we're all here for Findle, right? Uh, there's only there Findle. Saint Nicholas is dead. There's only Findle. Kids, kids, he's not dead. <laughs> if you're listening, he is not dead. He was never real. Santa is real. He's always Findle. It's only Findle. I forgot he actually died. <laughs> Santa is real. <laughs> but yeah, if you want, and if you hop right in our Discord right now, go join. Use the link in this description. Uh, you may still have a chance to join in on Secret Findle and get to make some wonderful friends and give and receive different gifts in our Discord. It was a lot of fun. I really yeah, this is yeah, December sure. 15th. Today, today should be December 15th. So you got plenty oh, yeah. of time. Oh, is it? Well, I wouldn't say plenty of time. You have some no, time. No, not right plenty of time yeah, at all. Yeah, go, Amazon.com go. gives you plenty of time. <laughs> That's true. If, if, you're, if you're a Prime member, thanks Amazon Prime for sponsoring. And if you're, if you're a Prime <laughs> member. If you're already in the Discord and you're signed up for Findlemas and you forgot about your secret Findle, this is your reminder. This is your reminder. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, I want to talk to you guys uh, real quick. Um, if you have the time to talk about the show, you know you love doing it in Discord. You know you love doing it to your mom when you call her every week because you love Dude, her so what? much. And it's been a while since you've seen her. I tell my mom about the show. Yeah, I talk to my mom about the show. She likes every single post we put on Facebook, um, including the one where I made a 69. <laughs> <show>. Oh, no. <laughs> we got 69 reviews on iTunes, and I said, nice, and my mom liked it. And I was my like, wife oh, laughed. Good one. His mom comments, well, nice. <laughs> mom comments, <laughs> Nice. You saw That's nice. the sex number. No. Says my mother. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. Um, you finally achieved, achieved the sex number. Of show everyone to work. Um, but <laughs> show everyone to work. Your, your cool sex number. Anyway, so if you go on Twitter, you can talk about the show. You can use the hashtag StupidCast. It really helps us get the word out about the show. It helps us bring more people into this amazing community. Um, and if you do, I I will have and I and I will see it because I check it constantly. Um, I will uh, be required legally to sing your praises on the show, including uh, the latest tweet we have using the hashtag #StupidCast. Um, this one goes out to Wendy Eighties Girl Nineteen Eighty Four. So what are you, <laughs> are you rhyming with four or Wendy? With four. Uh, I loved you once and I want some more. I can't get enough of Windy 80s Girl 1984. Uh, that's that's uh, 100%. I can tell by the picture. Um, Windy's 80s Girl 1984 is, is 100% tweeting about their cast that they just got on their foot. They're like, ah, oh, stupid cast. Oh. Um, and they just never listened to our show. <laughs> but the rules are the rules. <laughs> And I must adhere to them. Uh, oh. So even though this person will never hear this, uh, I love you, Wendy, 80s girl. 1980s I'm going to download a clip of this and tweet it's it. It's just please. to show the commitment. Uh, I, I, this, this is it. Now, if you're out there and you're a loyal Office Stupid fan and you want to get this on the show, all you got to do is tweet using that stupid cast hashtag. Um, 
And then I have to leave you with a question to grow on and to think on. Uh, so I'll ask you this. If two people on opposite sides of the world both simultaneously dropped a piece of bread, did they create a planet sandwich? Only if it's not a we hot dog. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.